Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. On episode 53 of the Galen Trombley Show, we have a returning guest. Mike Cross is back in-house. We talk goats, we talk local matters, and... Um, honestly, we just talked about a lot of fun stuff. I always have, enjoy talking with uh, with Kono. So I hope you guys enjoy episode 53 of the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 53 of the Galen Trombley Show. We have a returning guest, um, Mike Cross, back with us. I think you're on, what, episode 23? 23. And, and actually, I want to I want to start right there because we ended up... Do you remember what you told me um, about what our topic should be next time we do a podcast? I don't. Okay. I'm sure you're going to refresh my memory. We, well, remember we talked about doing... Um, talking about GOATS? Nope. Talking... The acronym GOATS. Oh, yeah, greatest of all time. Yeah, so um, I think that'd be a good way to start off is we, we, we talked about doing a whole whole podcast, and I don't know if we'll do a whole podcast on it, but maybe. Um, I don't think goat. we will because I got some questions for you, actually. You want to do those first, and we'll do talk about goats? No, we'll, we'll talk goats first, and then we'll... Okay, so... Well, so I'm going to flip this around. That's You'd be the first one to do that. I'm going inter- to gonna, gonna interview the host because I, that's what I was thinking about today. I, I, I was... Uh, so you want to wait till that? Yeah. You can remember your questions? Oh, I got them. Okay. I'm thinking um, about them all day. So, so yeah, can't wait. Um, so, no, we talked about doing, which I thought was a good debate, GOATS, meaning uh, it's an acronym for greatest of all time. And we talked about going down through each, basically, sport. And we can obviously evolve from just sports to other things. But no politics. No politics. No, no, we're not going to talk greatest of all time po- politicians because there's probably not many. There's some. It's a small list. We won't we won't go over it on uh, we won't go over it on the airwaves. But we could probably do local though. Potentially, you had you'd have much more knowledge than I would on that. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm, so. I'm limited. I'm I don't limited think enough. so. I, there's guys. I if really, I if I said a name, you'd probably know it. There's guys and gals right now that I really like, but mm. I don't know if I consider them the greatest of all time. No, but if I said names around, yeah, I probably I probably you, recognize you the would name. Know. I, I don't you know, would know if I could put. I don't know if I could have enough context to put them in as like if I thought they were super good or not. Like like current last couple of year people, yes, not you know going back earlier in my life, probably not. Um, but so okay, we'll start off. What sport you want to do? I think it's, I think this would be fun. I don't know. I mean, you want to just start with the four major NFL? Yeah, I'm not really an NHL person, so I wouldn't really know. MLB. M- We'll do NBA. Obviously, I'm a big golf guy. Tennis. Oh, tennis. You got me lost there. <laughs> no, you don't watch it? None? Nothing? Tennis? I mean, I mean, you got to look at, like, easy ones is when you take, like, swimming. Like, Michael Phelps, you can cross off the list. Like, there's no debate on that. No. I mean, you take, like, tennis. I guess the argument would be, I would think it's probably Federer. Because he has the most majors, and then from a female, I think it would be Tarina. Because I think she has, she had the most or the second most. I think there's a girl that maybe she has the most. I don't know. Is it though, or one of the Williams girls? 
What would it be? Serena Williams. Oh, Serena. I Serena. Didn't, I, oh, oh, I Serena. thought you said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Serena, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I think it would be Serena or it would be Roger Federer. My, my guess because I think Djokovic would probably pass Federer at some point in time. But You obviously have the debate of Sampras and you do uh, but i'm just going agassi back. i mean it's but but the time frame when they were See, playing this is the hard part with anything with goats because you talk about who they played and the other thing is that you got to can factor in that's definitely a huge change is when Are, you when you take like a babe ruth like babe ruth was good for his time babe mm-hmm. ruth was not like a i mean he was an athlete but he was not in shape he didn't care the guy like smoke and drink like i mean th- these kind of things was what was the because as, as the sport evolves what happens like everything kind of shifts to now you have kind of the, you have more of like a median kind of place to grab from. So you don't have these guys that are super, you know, that, that made it on whatever, because they might've, you know, at the time been one of a smaller pool of players to play. Okay. So, so let me stop you right there. Let's start with basketball. Okay. Because I'm going to go do basketball. Cause that was the one that you talked about. Basketball is MJ, Michael Jordan all the way. No change in your mind. No changing. You'll never change my mind. He is the greatest basketball player of all time. So who who would be like two, three? Two, three, four, five. Like if you had to pick. Runners up to him? Yeah. Like if, he, if he's number I one, think, like who's your I, next? I like, think his era. Who's like your short I list? think his era of basketball was the greatest era ever. I agree. And I don't think you will ever come up with another dream team like you did in 92 you won't get another dream team with that uh, yeah with that kind of talent well i should say you won't even get it because that was like the first time it was like a big deal so that was the original but i agree because the people back then when you start listing off the names like if you list off the names from like the last olympics like you know the guys but they don't they don't have the same ring to it as as the guys from 92 well i mean i think i think you know i don't know i look at basketball now i haven't watched a lot of basketball basically since 98, 2000, mm-hmm. when Jordan got done. But it's more run and gun now. There was no – back when Jordan played, there was offenses. I agree. The triangle offense. It was set up. It was run. Yeah. Now it's just fast as you can run and throw the ball down and, you know, maybe a couple – sink a couple three-pointers in there. We're kind of like an isolation. Yeah. Like one-on-ones, guys clear out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do believe um, – I do believe Shaq's up there. I think he's a fantastic basketball player. Based on sheer size, he could, you know what I mean? Like an all-time player, you think, Shaq? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at the titles he's won. Now, you know, but are you going by titles? Or are you going by, like, because you I'm go going, by titles. And, I'm like, going by titles, but, you know, block shots, points. He was a dominant force on the court. What about, yeah, because... Because this is when you start going way back. Because then you have like Bill Russell, who won what, eleven championships. Oh yeah. So you get like the guys that won, who won the most. I mean, you start going back to then. Now, granted, this was way before my time, so I'm just kind of going off of like I guess what people have told me, or maybe just like stats that I've seen. Then obviously you have like Kareem, and then you have. I mean, you can make an argument like Larry Bird. You make an argument Michael Jordan. Oh, I mean, Larry Bird's up there for me too. As yeah, well. I mean, you start getting these guys like as well. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think like who really. Sticks, I think. Like, I think. I. I think. Uh, Larry Bird was complimented by Kevin McHale. Okay, so... As I think Michael Jordan was complimented by Scottie Pippen. Did you hear... However, I still believe Michael Jordan is the best of all time. And the reason I say that is because I've watched documentaries before and they've said, Jordan wanted the ball. Mm -hmm. 
he wanted the ball. He was going to command the court. And when he had the ball, didn't matter who everybody else was guarding, everybody was looking at him. Because at the end of the day, they knew he was taking the shot. I think, well, I think they always say like Jordan's the most competitive person alive, which I think very competitive, which I think would be like almost to a fault kind of thing. But again, then you get guys like too, like Kobe Bryant was, I think that way. I think like you take like LeBron for basketball. I think LeBron is super competitive, but I don't think he has that. Like when you look at like a Jordan or you look at like a Kobe Bryant, I think LeBron. I think LeBron is a good basketball player. I. I do not see the comparison between him and Jordan at all. He has a hard time winning championships. He, he you know what I mean? Well, he's, I, he's, I think if you go... He's again, a good give the ball, give him the ball, and he'll make something happen with it. If, but. if, if you look at... Um, okay, I think currently, if you go by... Because this is the thing. If you go by stats, like I'm a LeBron guy. I've loved LeBron since... I followed him since he was in high school. Like That was right when I was kind of coming up playing basketball and... Um, so I've been following him for since probably 2002, 2003. So you're talking, you know, a good chunk of my life. I think the the what he can accomplish because one, he's a freak. He's he's. Oh, he's I, a freak. I, I don't oh. I don't remember the, the height of Jordan. They're similar, I think, in height. Jordan's six six. Okay, so LeBron's like six eight, yeah. but LeBron also has probably forty pounds on him. Is that safe to say? I LeBron's would I would say solid. when Jordan was playing, yes, Play, Jordan was lean when he was playing. Playing days, so yeah, he's yeah, lean. Yeah. LeBron's LeBron's. A, like he's a little leaner now than he used to be. He's bigger he's a big guy, dude. He's yeah. a big dude. He's like a linebacker. I mean, to me, I think just the the skill set that guy has. If you look at, I think I saw a stat the other day. LeBron right now has more points, rebounds, assists. I think blocks, steals. I think Jordan has them, and I think field goal percentage. LeBron has it. So like when you look at just the number, like the actual like years of points. Now when it comes down to and that's the thing. Like, what do you classify as the greatest? If it goes by stats, it's tough to argue with LeBron because some of these, he's like he just beat him in points. Like, currently is just above him in points. Mm-hmm. He is head and heels past him in rebounds and assists by, by like two, three thousand of each, and that's a lot over a career. Oh, no doubt. So we're talking like each game, he's probably picking up an extra two, three assists, rebounds, or something. So from that standpoint, LeBron is obviously super dominant. Also, but I, you can't the athletes. Again, you always have the argument, the athletes now versus back then. I agree. The athletes of the 90s, like the basketball players in the 90s, played a different style. I played, I thought, way a harder. Different style of basketball. Yeah, way harder. But I, um, I, 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 to this day, and I mean, you know, you can have this argument with whoever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you could say Dr. J or, you know, yeah, like Kareem. Kareem or Larry Bird or LeBron or mm. Kobe or MJ. I, I think MJ's got it, hands down. I think what? he's one of the best basketball players I've ever seen. I mean, a guy that will look at you, close his eyes at the free throw line, and sink a shot. Yeah. And, you know, he had a, he had so many clutch shots throughout his career. I, I think it, And I think, it, I think stats are stats. Mm-hmm. You're never going to change that. You know what I mean? If he breaks his leg or something like that, which he did, and he was out for that many games, then... Obviously, that doesn't count. However, give him the ball in the game-winning situation, and let me know who comes through. I think MJ is doing it all day. The the, uh, the the two things also I look at. You take a look at LeBron from a, uh, you know, I mean, obviously what he's accomplished with, you know, for pretty. I mean, he's been doing it a long time, like longevity-wise and points. Uh, there's a different. 
there's two things like you take like a Jordan who has the championships and anything and you take a LeBron like the points and stuff the one thing I think that LeBron has is how many years in a row did he go to the the, uh, the NBA finals like in a, not, he didn't win them all obviously but how many in a row did he go to I think he was at like seven or eight in a row finals which is pretty impressive considering he did it with like three different teams mm-hmm. and then on the flip side you take someone like a Michael Jordan who I mean the fact that you can just call him you know Mike you can just call him Jordan you can just call him MJ and everybody knows who he is yeah. if you say 23 you know it's Jordan yeah. I mean all these things but the, the one who thing has I a think, brand too that, well, that's, that, what, that's that. what I was getting at the LeBron or uh, Mike or MJ Michael is there a bigger name in sports than him in like history? I don't believe so. Cause I mean, I'm talking like the Jordan brand. Yeah, no, I don't, like, I don't believe so. He's branded himself based on his I mean, legacy. The, guy, the guy's got the most iconic logo of yeah. any sports player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you when you see people like Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. everybody associates Nike with Tiger Woods. He wears Nike and all that stuff. Um, I, I don't think you see it, but, Tiger Woods doesn't have his own brand, Nike golf brand that says Tiger. Well, he kind of, he kind of has some stuff. They do have like the TW and like, I, have like a line, but it's not like. But you don't. But you, it's not but, the same. But you don't see that guy flying through the air, and you're making no. a living based on people buying that logo. Yeah, because I, I, think, I mean, you're looking at college teams now, right? With the yeah. Jordan logo on yeah. them. Oh yeah, yeah. For their I, jerseys and stuff like that. So I, I would say from like an overall sports. Like for basketball, the fact that like if you if you always talk about who's the most who's the best most dominant whatever, and people throw the fact that the people are throwing MJ in the mix twenty years later, like as a shoe in like this is the best guy you got to think that he's he's the best. Um, I just like LeBron now. Obviously, like I said, I think had LeBron won a few of those championships that he lost. I think the, I think you could make the argument LeBron say say LeBron had six championships also I think he has what four right now. Yeah, it's not as he won one in Cleveland he won two in two or three in Miami. He's either at three only, or four. I thought it was only one in Miami. No, he won two in Miami because they went. I think they went back to back. But like I said, I haven't followed basketball that yeah. much, so I mean, I'm, I'm only talking. Maybe I mean, at, I see LeBron's stats and stuff maybe like that, he's on at Sports three. Center and stuff. But so if, so if you take the three championships, like had he won. Even two more, and he was at five. Like you make the argument, he's one behind. But um, I don't know. I I think I would have to say from just like sports, between stats, championships, and just the overall like brand of basketball, and just how I'd say MJ. I'd I'm going to say MJ. Yeah, I'm I'd not going to waver from that. I'd agree. Um, baseball. Baseball's the next one. Greatest of all time. This is tough. Uh, so, so it is tough. How do you want to break this down? Do you well, want- it, it is tough. And I'm, that, I was just going to say that to you because I think there's two sections of greatest of all time. Pitchers and batters. Pitchers and then batters, and field fielders, field players, however you want to, um, however you want to classify that. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't really know if I can name a greatest of all time. You talk about Babe Ruth. And he was a dominating force, but like you said, he didn't take care of himself. He didn't do all that stuff. And then you had the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, uh, Barry Bonds era, right, where they were chasing home run. Are titles. you talking about home runs? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm I'm talking about fielders right now, and and or batters, or, or however, you, or how you ever want you want to 
think about this. Um, you know, you had A-Rod. Um, I don't know if there is a greatest of all time batter or fielder. They had to have played for the Yankees at some point. You know who I was going to say? And I could be wrong. Again, I, I, I'm going back as, like, as far back as my memory can go because I, I only know history so much. Take someone like a Derek Jeter, who 3,000 hits, yeah. five championships. So, so if you're going to make the, if you're going to make the argument of an all-around player, yeah, that's what I want to kind of see first. What do you, you think all around? Yeah, and then we if can you're specify. Gonna, if you're going to, I would say Derek Jeter. I, I at think, least in my era, because he, he was an icon when I grew stand up. Stand up, stand up guy. Oh yeah, never cared did. about the team. In the, the never did anything wrong. You never heard about him in the, the news. Biggest market. In sports, and you never heard a bad thing about him. Never, never. So five you, championships. I mean, the fact that you retire as the captain. You know what I mean? Like of the from the team you started with. Team you started with. You didn't get traded and yeah. come back. The, you and, and you were and you basically were the face of the franchise. One could argue 15, 16 years. 96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-96-
You got what, your you got your running back. Which court, quarterback's Tom Brady. You will not change my mind on that. I, I don't. I, I'm not a Tom Brady fan at all. But I I would I would yeah, say. I mean, over, just there, like there are there have been some very good quarterbacks. And yeah. Brett Favre is up in that argument. I even think to myself, Troy Aikman's up in that argument. Yeah, Troy Aikman. I mean, even if you go back from championships, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. I mean, he's got championships. I mean, you know. Uh, well, Bart Starr. I mean, you got you got a lot of guys yeah. like back but, in the but day. But the same thing though. You, uh, same thing with running backs. Um, I, I'm not. Well, gonna people get, I'm not going to get. But... I'm not going to get into the um, tight ends, wide receivers because they do what they do. You know, you you, you could argue you, uh, Gronk versus so, so JJ think, Watts. What are you saying running back Emmett Smith. I would say Emmett Smith. At least in my lifetime. Well, I mean, he won what three championships and I, had the rushing I, record. I, I will tell you, and also who. And I who, hate Dallas, but I, I would say Emmett would probably. I, be it. I, I'll tell you another one too, who uh, probably doesn't get a lot of credit because he wasn't on a big team. Barry Sanders. Yeah, but he he ended his career early. Tank, dude, he was a tank. Yeah. See, the thing you with Barry I mean? Sanders, he was before I really got into football, so I, I don't have a good memory of Barry Sanders because he he ended what like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, it might have been. And he kind of like I didn't. He just like end it. He's like I'm done. Yeah, but I I think it was because um, of the amount of hits he was taking. Because they didn't have a passing game. Well, think you about I mean? uh, Aaron Rodgers, or not Aaron Rodgers, Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm the same age or older than Andrew Luck, and he's retired from yeah. football. Well, I mean, it's... But think about that. Like, think think how crazy that these is. These guys that, are taking a pounding, though. No, you know I, I, I fully mean? get it's, it, like uh, Gronk. But I always look at sports players in their age. Like, like take our ages. Like, like you, you are retired in every sport, pretty much. You know what I mean? Every major minus sport. Minus golf. Yeah, minus golf or maybe tennis or something. Nah, not it, even tennis. You're not moving but, around like these kids are moving around. But, but, now. You're, but you're like, but but they're at the, like the end of their career. Me, I look at 29. How many football players, basketball players, people are we, like are considered old and have retired, and now you're 29, where I don't feel old at all. And imagine playing like your full career of professional sports. You're like, yeah, okay, no now now I'm 30, and now what am I doing with my career after? Like that's why a lot of these guys go into like whatever they can find. I mean, they just turn into regular jobs. Yeah, no they might doubt. have a little more clout and have some ins because of the, their title before, but well, I think you see these people that are that have made something of themselves, right? So oh, I mean, sure. if you look, you know, um, watch the Sunday shows, you see Michael Strahan, you well, see just thinking of him, yeah, you, you see these guys that they may not have, they're not that old, but they've oh, ended God. their career and they've they're they're doing something other, but how, how but old it's is basically Michael Strahan. I don't know. We can Google is he, it. Is he forty? Let's Google go, it. Go, Google how old he is. Forty, maybe. He's older than I am. Yeah, but damn, I can't. When did he retire? Oh seven, right? He's been he out about ready. ten years. Oh eight, I think. Well, well, when they won, oh seven, oh eight. So yeah. you're talking eleven years out. So he might be like 43, 44. He's not that old. I mean, considering he's probably going to have another thirty years of television. He's got a full second life, basically, in in TV and whatever. Oh, he's forty-seven. He's that old? Wow. Well, but so he ended at thirty-five, 30, 30, 36, 37 years old. Yeah. I mean, so that's a. Yeah. And dude, he's on the front line. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, he took he's a beating. Getting, he's getting pounded. He, uh, but he seems like he's doing fairly good. Obviously, time will tell with like injuries and stuff like that. I, um, but yeah, those guys are scratching like the tip of the iceberg, like the Chris Collinsworth, the Troy Aikman, the yeah. Tony Romo. Yeah, no like, doubt. They have a they have a career ahead of them based on their knowledge of the game as they played right now. And a lot of these guys that they played against, they're still 
are still playing. So yeah. they still have well, like, that. Like Rodney Harrison. Yeah. Like he does a great job on Monday. And like th- those guys are the ones. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're self teammates that are playing. Collinsworth. Oh God, I wish I'd get yeah, rid of him. Yeah. I was oh, say, he's, he's the worst. He's uh He's the worst. I, I think, Sec- second to Joe Buck, he's I, the worst. I think. I think if you pulled everybody, everybody in football, who do you hate? Chris Collinsworth, f- baseball, Joe Buck. Yeah, without no, a doubt. No doubt. Without a doubt. And when Joe Buck does football, oh my god. Yeah, he's he's. Who's your favorite football announcer? Uh, We're really. We'll, we'll keep coming, circling back to goats. Not all time, but like currently, who who's like your favorite? Oh, it's got to be John Madden. Of all time. Of all times, got to be John. Who, who would who would be your like this like currently like your best one? Because I know they have like you have basically like the the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, like they're they're Fox yeah, guys. I mean, I mean, I I like to I like to see like I, I as I like, much as I despise Joe Buck, I think Joe Buck and John Smoltz are good for baseball. Doing baseball, um, the same when Joe Buck's definitely a baseball guy. He's more baseball than football. Yeah. Um, the same with uh, when um, Troy Aikman does on football. I don't know. He doesn't always do it. He does it with Joe Buck sometimes, and then he does it with. Uh, is he Fox? Troy? Yeah, he's Fox. Because no, oh, Tony Robo, Tony Romo, CBS, CBS. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yep. so t- Tony Romo and Jim Nance did one the other day. Yep. Jim Nance is iconic, no matter what. I, I mean, I think you know. But, you know, you, we're talking goats here, too. So, like, if I'm going back to basketball, and I guess I would say it just because when I was a kid, Marv Albert. Your favorite? Had to have been. You know what I mean? When they did the – I mean, dude, when I when I grew up – Because that was before my time. Well, so when I, I grew up watching the Knicks and the Bulls. Yeah. I mean, that was like a yeah, the huge 90, 90s, ri- I think 90s basketball. Huge rivalry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, for me, if I had to pick – Not to say, though. I mean, there's a lot of great – there's a lot of great – announcers there's a lot of great sports people out there there really is yeah. I, I i i still um i still love Stuart scott yeah, he's oh, yeah. passed but yeah. i mean you know yeah well um, from from if you're talking from an espn just like anchor desk yeah Stuart and scott, dan patrick too i mean dan yeah i mean it's i think if there's two people that but i think out, i think when you look and they branch a lot of them have branched off dan patrick's gone nbc and um well, Dan Patrick's just I mean he has a Dan Patrick show that's just killing, yeah. killing it. Have, you, know? have you seen uh, Rich Eisen? You watch his podcast? I don't listen to his podcast. I've seen clips. Oh my he, god, he's good. He's good. Real he's good. Very good. Started yeah. on ESPN. Yeah, I like Rich Eisen, but a lot of those guys are smartening up and going to. Yeah, they're the, doing their own they're, thing, they're, making they, more they, money. They do they, exactly, Making exactly. more money. Less overhead, all, less less so, contracts. Yeah, that's all it is. The, the the two the two that I'm thinking of for sports, like when I, because there's sometimes like I look like football. There's not really somebody I look forward to listening to tell me a football mat or a game. The two people in sports that I really enjoy listening to is Jim Nance, the Masters. Like, hands down, give me Jim Nance Sunday at a Masters, and I'm I'm good. My, I do hate Johnny Miller. I, I don't. He's one of my least favorite people of all time for hosting or uh, commentating. But Jim Nance, my second one, it's coming off, and I know you, you said you don't watch it much. Gary Thorne on a Game 7 Stanley Cup game or something, or a playoff game. You give me Gary Thorne doing... I'm not a, I'm not a big... I mean, I, I, I'll i watch it. I don't but, really understand hockey all that much. Um, I, see, like, I understand hockey some somewhat. Like, I understand it 90%. Um, I like it. I like watching it, especially playoff hockey. Yeah. I, I just love playoff hockey. But give me Gary Thorne, Game 7 Stanley Cup, and just let him go because he's just like... What, it's what a fast I do, game what I do like about hockey is it's just raw. 
Those guys there, play, dude. The, the, they they play. They hit each is, other. Is they there, play. Is there someone that plays harder than a hockey player at any point in any sport? I don't believe so. Because I, I, I mean, football's tough, but football you get a break. Yeah. And and to be honest, some of the football guys, I think at the end, like at the end of the day, football guys do hit hard. I don't think football guys. You take a hockey guy. Yeah. Hockey people are fu- they're fucking crazy, man. Like. You take the guys in the stand, like they're diving in front of pucks, they're slashing people, they get fight, like fighting. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think I don't think you can argue that hockey yeah. players—they're going to the bench for uh, for three minutes and they're, they're coming getting, back like, out. They're getting stitched up, back yeah. out, beating another guy up. Yeah, they're like, doing it again. Like to me, hockey players are the toughest, like hard nosed sports league, whatever you want to call it. NFL, obviously, just because of the nature of the sport. So it'd be like basketball players allowed to like tackle each other. Yeah. So I mean, football by nature you have to, but. Ho- Hockey guys are brutal. So I would say hockey by but far. I, I will tell you too, and I know a lot of people don't say it's a sport and everything like that, but NASCAR. NASCAR drivers are they're yeah. athletes. People don't think that. But you you think about sitting in a car for five hundred miles running around a track. I've seen guys pulled and I, I'm not a NASCAR fan, but I've mm-hmm. seen it before on Sports Center and stuff like that. These guys dragged out of cars or putting on oxygen masks and stuff like that because we gotta think the speed and the G forces Oh my goodness. And and well a lot of the guys too, very very rarely if you go look at a lot of those like guys that do NASCAR and there's not many big guys that do NASCAR. Not anymore, but they're, they're used they're to used be. to be. They're you know, hundred percent. But now this is like anything else. Take I'm a huge golf guy. How many over out of shape guys play golf. There's not many. No, not there's anymore. not many because no. it's gotten to the point where these guys are they're athletes. Like a yep. lot of them are going to the gym, and yep. you look at a lot of them in real life. Like, like no, they're not going to sit there and be more athletic than an NFL player. But if you were to sit there and just say compare that guy compared to the average person on the street, definitely in the very upper echelon of people. Oh yeah, and, no doubt. And uh, but you got to think like golf too. How much rotation? How much practice they do every day? I mean, I've talked about before the distance that you walk on a golf course. If you were just to break a golf course down from the yardage from tee to green, divide it, you know, put it in the feet, and then you talk about you're not walking a straight line, you're going side to side, yep. you know, and then you talk about the distance between tee and green to go to the next hole, or you're doing or green to tee, then you're doing eighteen of that, eighteen I th- I th- times over. Yeah, I think I, I think it, I calculated. You walk basically if you play golf five miles, and that's counting five miles with a bag on plus yep. five miles of actually, you know, swinging. And for anybody that's not swung a golf club, yeah, swinging a golf club is not hard. But do it at 100% force over and over again. Accurately. Well, not even just the, but I'm just saying the physical nature of swinging. Like if I was to give you a golf club and say, here, take 10 swings. By accurately, I mean, you're just not taking it up there. You're just not going up and just whacking the ball. No, like. You know what I mean? You're 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 taking your time, breath control, everything. And But from an average person around here, if they take, you know, 50 swings around, not counting practice swings, like actual swings, like people get tired. Like I used to carry my golf bag a lot when I was a kid. Like you're talking five miles with the, with the a golf with a bag on my shoulders that was probably pushing twenty pounds by the time you add all the clubs and everything in it, and you're just walking five miles up hills sideways backwards or not, well, you know what I mean like going back forth and everything else. So, um, but I think NASCAR, like it, it's the idea like when people talk about sports versus not sports, like NASCAR to me, there's an athleticism about it to different athleticism. Um, Oh yeah, it's definitely not walking or anything like that. Like, but like, like you said, the G force, all that stuff. Um, I mean, dude, you're traveling in a car at 200 miles an hour for mm-hmm. four or five hours. That's yeah, and, and pretty significant. And, and the the other idea too is that like. 
take it like a golfer. Like to me, nobody can tell me that a golfer is not an athlete, especially now in today's day and age. People be like, ah, golf, they go up and hit. And it's like they do. But if you ever watch the actual pros do it, like I'm not to say like they're again, they're not NFL players, NBA guys, hockey guys. No, but it's calculated. It, well, what they cal- do is calculated. <laughs> it's calculated too. But I'll tell you, like when I when I started lifting weights and I used to play a lot of golf when I was playing golf I was not working out at all like I did no strength training nothing so since I pretty much got out of golf like when I was really big in I I'm about 25 to 30 pounds heavier than I was and a lot of that is you know I, I do have a, like a, a wider frame kind of a you know you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm stronger than I was back then the amount of times that I can do stuff now with the golf club that I couldn't do because physically like but as your physique changes it changes everything and those guys, they, they need to understand that and know that. But but exactly. But if you're you're like a guy, some of the golfers are small, but then you talk about the guys that can really, like if your ball's sitting down in the rough and it's thick down in the rough and you got to try to advance it, if you're not that strong, good luck swinging through a thing. Exactly. And, and, and people don't exactly. realize how much it takes. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of core and obviously like forearm, wrist, things like that that you got to be able to kind of drive through while maintaining the loft and everything else. It, there's a lot to it. It's not just, hey, go up hit a golf ball, go pick it up. And then you're talking about just this sheer force of turning into it at 100% like, you know, effort. That's tough. Now, speaking of goats, and you just kind of triggered something for me. Um, we're talking about greatest of all times, obviously. Yeah. And thick grass just made me think of this. Greatest 4th of July host of all time. Uh, Fat Ralph. It's got to be Ralph. That's right? it. It's got to be. I mean, there's just no. There's not a second. That's not even. That's like one that you just like. It's a mic drop. It's kind of like who, who like. Hold who, my beer, Ralph. It. That's it. You know, it's, it's just. Hold my Sammy. We were. Uh, Ralph's been doing pretty good. He hasn't been drinking a lot of Sams lately. No, is he doing well? We. we I, th- uh, I think it's because that that new arm there. He just hasn't. Hasn't, can't, can't can't get the bottle to my. Yeah. Hasn't practiced the curl he, yet. You know what I mean. We were. Uh, we had to go to a wake the other day, and I was with your brother. And, he goes, he goes, yeah, when Ralph Ralph dies, we're not having any of this. We're just going to have a big party. And I said, that's the way Ralphie would want it. A big beer, a big, a big cooler, lot, lots of... Lot Call of, McAdams, uh, get the trailer down. All Sam's. Up. Up. That, that would be the only time oh, we would yeah. just go full Sam's. And uh, we, we would have uh, a lot of brisket, a lot of ribs. Chicken. Just a lot of chicken. Just a lot of, just a lot of like, just grilling. Gluttonization, as Ralph would call it. Pure, pure, pure America. We probably have an apple pie too, just for Miss America. Yeah, Americans. Ralph Ralph is Americans apple pie. All right, so listen, I'm going to flip this around. All right, go ahead. Give me, tell me about this local matters because I see it and I like it. I like the fact <laughs> that I'm watching you and you're so involved in the community and and you're doing these things and um I I, I know it's a brand for you mm-hmm. and I know real estate is your job. But this is kind of intriguing me, and I like it. What what you want the backstory of local matters? Yeah, I'd like the backstory of it. So, backstory of local matters. We this came about about a year ago. Um, Aaron Benner, who owns the building, owns part or co-owner of uh, Boyer Benner Group, who's a marketing company that we work with. We were talking with him, and he goes, "We need we need like a slogan. We need something that." we can use as kind of like our identity of the company and what we want to, you know, accomplish. So then we kind of started, and, and this was just like preliminary, like we need something. And it was nothing to do with local, it was nothing to do with anything. It was just like, 
you know, we've got to figure out some kind of slogan that we can kind of brand to Kavanaugh and use it. And we're talking a couple months later, this all took place. I mean, this is kind of like something we were working on. Then it got to the point, me and Aaron meet once a month. At least once a month, we have a recurring schedule. Every once in a while, we'll have like a special little meeting if we need to. And I would say once a month, we usually have, we'll have a hour or two phone call. Just, I mean, he'll just call me about, and next thing we know, two, three hours went by. But so we end up doing these meetings. We've been doing about two and a half years now. And so we keep talking. We go to the meeting, meet for a couple hours. Next month, meet for a couple hours. They send some things back and forth. Long story short, at one time we're sitting there and he's like, we were kind of really big in the local aspect of it, of like, we're an independent company. Uh, we have no franchise fees. No, I mean, literally our upper echelon of the company, like our, is my dad and myself. Yeah, you're from and, here. You're Yeah, and, well, it's one where we don't, and I was actually telling my, talking to my dad earlier today, I said one of the reasons we've had a good growth in our company is we don't have to run anything we do by anybody. Like we can do it obviously amongst make sure that it's within the, the legal ramifications of making sure that it's, you know, advertising is legal and everything else. But if we want to do something, if I want to shoot a video, if I want to do a vlog, if I want to start a podcast, if I want to do any of these things, if I want to rebrand the company, I can do it. Um, a lot of franchises cannot do that. Um, I think some franchises sometimes when they do rebranding aren't, I think are kind of poor rebranding uh, because you're talking about a franchise that's trying to rebrand an entire country. There's different parts of the country. You know what I mean? Like if you have mm-hmm. the same brand in a major city versus kind of a smaller town like Plattsburgh versus, you know, someplace Midwest, South, you know, you know where I'm going. It's like a one size fits all does not necessarily work. Now, well, I think, I, I mean, I think from what I've seen on Instagram, Facebook, obviously you're very into the social media thing, mm-hmm. even with a podcast and stuff like that. I think it's good for people to see like, hey, listen, local people can do things too and make a difference. And we we yeah. don't have to be a global marketing agency to show that we care about the area, right? We don't have to bring somebody big in to make sure that we show that we care about the area. I think you guys are doing that. You're doing it very well. You're showing like, hey, listen, we love it up here. Yeah. This is a beautiful place to live. And... You know, um, buy homes. And, and I don't think it's just um, for you guys yourself. I think you're doing it to the entire North Country. Well, I think you're saying, you know what, yeah. um, you can buy a house. You don't need to buy it from us. Mm-hmm. We'd appreciate it if you do. Mm-hmm. But you could buy it from anybody. But so, let's invest in this community. Let's yeah. invest in where we live and what we, you know, what we're about. So, so what you're saying, like, so, so to go back to, and I'll get into all, everything you just said, going back to talking with Aaron, we wanted something obviously to use as a slogan for a company. And then the more me and him got the talking, the more, a lot of the stuff we talk about, like there's, it's very strategic. There's a lot of stuff that we do. What's our next campaign? What do we want to do? You know, time of the year. What do we want to focus on? Where do we think trends are going? We have all this going on. But at the same token, a lot of the things that we talk about have nothing to do with dollars and cents. Does not have to do with running this campaign. A lot of it is how can we better our community? And this is something that Aaron is very passionate about also. And there's a lot of people in the North Country that are. Um, I'm just lucky enough that I mean, me and him do get to have reoccurring meetings where we can talk about this stuff and we kept 
that was like a common theme every time we talked was like, how do we, because I was always like from the idea from Kavanaugh, it's like, I want to build this company up and this could be a whole podcast in itself is I think the model of, I think the real estate model right now is not, is not, I is not in tune or not modern to 2019. Meaning I don't, I don't think that the current way most businesses run from real estate is done in the way that it's going to be in the near future. And we're starting to see a shift. That's part of the reason, like I think franchises, I don't think are going to be, they'll still be around. They won't just die out. They'll be, they've been around for so long. It's going to take a while to not be around, but the, the benefit of them is going to go away. Um, they're going to be to the point where they're going to be too slow moving. Um, they're going to be to the point because you think, of, and, and uh, I won't die down that road. We'll go back to the local thing. So, so that's one of the things. So I, there was a lot of stuff where I'm like, I think our company is set up the best to grow agents. I think it's the best to put more money in each agent's pocket versus sending out money to other places. And I just thought we could do a better job with that. So we kept kind of coming up with this thing and we kept local was always like a thing we touched on. So one day Larry went up and Aaron's like, I got it. He goes, local matters. And it like, it's just quick to the point. Everybody knows what it means. It's, well, it's catchy. It's, too. it's catchy. It's, it's catchy. easy. People um, understand it. They, I, I put it on, if anybody follows me on social media, every post that I post on social media, I put this hashtag. hashtag local matters with a shamrock. Yep. And the whole point, the whole point of it is the same thing. It's not the other big, part. The other part of that. It's a very simple slogan and it's correct. catchy and people, people it's easy get to it. Remember. They, they see it easy shamrock when yeah. i see it i just i just know well, well so that's the part and that's why if you see a lot of our branding now i'm not branding kavanaugh realty i'm branding the shamrock with a k now it is kavanaugh realty but the thing is and i use the same the same thing if you were to but look it's, but it's the same as jordan symbol but yeah exactly if you or I, don't, so, I can't see my phone but like if you or my macbook if you see an apple symbol you know that's apple yep. you don't i mean you're exactly. gonna say like apple what company is that apple if you see nike that's Nike, yep. like Jordan. You just got to see the swoosh, and that's it. Exactly. You, you know You know by looking at it. So for me, instead of doing the long Kavanaugh Realty, how can we basically put that quick brand out there? Here's our logo. It's a Shamrock K. You know exactly. I would say, now this, this is the crazy thing. That logo, how old do you think that logo is? If you had to guess. Two years, three years. So when, when that logo like originally came out, we launched that last Christmas. So if you think about how much we've done branding wise in a year, we haven't even hit a year yet. Like the whole idea of this logo, I think we picked this logo out not even a year ago. I think it was last, right around Thanksgiving of last year. I think we finalized the logo and I think we rolled out our first wave of shirts like right before Christmas. I think me and Hannah did like a reveal, like a reveal video probably middle of December last year, maybe, maybe a couple days before Christmas. Actually, it was. It was like December 20th was when we actually I, put it I, out. I also like the fact, too, and watching you on social media and stuff like that, the fact that you go around to different places. So yep. it doesn't show that you're just centered in the city of Plattsburgh. Um, yeah. I watched the video with you at the Saranac School. School. Yep. And it, it's, not, it's not giving any attention to Saranac School. It's just saying, hey, here's a district, mm -hmm. and here are houses that sell in this district, and mm -hmm. we can help you sell that house. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and uh, it, it, it promotes. It doesn't promote the city of Plattsburgh. It promotes the entire North Country, and I think that's a really good thing. I think I had sixty-one thousand impressions on that, which is insane. And then you go down to like the people that actually viewed all the videos and stuff. It was like 
it was it was substantial. I want to say it was probably somewhere around ten to fifteen thousand people saw all those videos I put out, which is quite a bit considering I just put them out for about a, a week. Um, but the idea is, so like one of the big things I'm talking when it talks about local matters, it's not like it, it's kind of crazy in the sense that for the, like the local community, basically what I want it to do is there's a lot of people that go that leave the area. Like one of my this is like one of my big things that I want to work towards. Like my kind of like everlasting local legacy that I want to have is how can I play a part in building the community up through different avenues? Like right now, my biggest thing is for me, the way I think I'm going to be able to pull it off, because I kind of have like a very long-term vision on this is one is how can I, for me originally, and I didn't really start having this kind of like, so when I came into business at 20, I had a 10 year goal. That 10 year goal was solely me as an agent. That was it. That was always focused on. It was not focused on the company. It was not focused on other agents. wasn't focused on our area. About six, I would say seven years into that. So over the last probably two years, I got very more, much more involved with our company. So then it was, okay, how can I take what I've been able to do? How can I benefit the most amount of people? How can I provide a platform for the most people to succeed? How can I provide a culture at the company that people want to actually work for and associate with and, and you know, you know, really want to support? And then I looked at it very quickly after, okay, the way what I'm going to be able to accomplish with that is now I'm going to be able to accomplish the real true local matters idea of how can I give back to the community? Now, a couple of things that I'm doing right now because it's so early on in the process, because this is like, I'm talking like a 50-year vision here. Like, it's not like something that's going to happen in five years. Well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect so, you to do something like that. But, but it's the idea that this is so long-term. So, like, right now, my short-term vision, which all that, like, that stuff will happen. It's just a matter of how it will happen. So, my thing is over the next few years, how can I support other people? How can I support my other local friends? A lot of it is through social media. A lot of it is going to events. I got invited today to a grand opening event for a girl's company that I know that they're redoing the place they work. And so I'm going to go to that. I've got a couple people from here going. Well, I saw too. I saw, um, was it town of Plattsburgh? Mm-hmm. They had a meeting there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. The round table event. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, I mean, you're expanding yourself out to those things, which ordinarily well, had you not put yourself out there. Yeah. And honestly, I think the slogan helps. I think it, I think it, ads you know what i mean so if you take if you take that like it it must pique their interest as well well the cool thing about that event was that was an invite event so the fact that um billy jones who's an assemblyman um he was the one that put on the event and obviously it was kind of co-hosted by the town of plattsburgh and and chamber and what was cool is was and i got actually the letter right there i have it i want actually i I actually want to frame it because to me it was like the first People might just say it's like a letter. I bet you half those people threw it out. It's your stepping stone. But but for exactly that's what it is. It, it's a slow like. When am I ever gonna? And, and maybe I will never ever get anything again from somebody that's in. And it, you know, even though like I said, I know Billy. He's been on the podcast. He's a great. Dude. I know. Great. It was a great podcast. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And he's a actually. Very, I'm he's not. A, uh, you know. Um. We don't talk politics. But um, yeah. But if you're talking about like people that I like, local politics is is different for me because I honestly don't know. I, I really just associate the person in local politics. I don't care your party. I don't care. Like to me, Billy's a great dude. He's doing some phenomenal stuff. He was, a, you know, very gracious to take time out of his day to come on and do, cause he's a busy, I mean, oh, that, no that guy, busy no dude. Doubt. And uh, it was very nice for him to, you know, swing by for about an hour and, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Um, the, so he invited me to this event, which I, first off, like I got this event. I'm like, this is really cool. And I showed up and I was there and there was one other, 
um, Alex Berry was there from CDC, and they you know they focus a lot more on the commercial end. We've you know I'd like to branch into commercial at some point, but now is not the time. Really, to, I mean I'll, I'll do it, but not like I don't want to put a full division in to do that yet because I just don't think I could do that a hundred percent yet um, or put the time and effort into it. But she was there, so it was cool because she's about my age and. But there was a lot of people that were there that have been in business for a long time and have you know hold very, I, I would say, have a lot of local status, meaning they've they've earned they've earned the right to sit at that table kind of thing. I think one of the things too is, um, of course, you're in real estate, so, but you can learn something from everybody in business. Oh God, yeah. Whether yeah. it's a convenience store, whether mm-hmm. it's a, a car dealership. You can always pick apart something that somebody does that you might like, and you might say, "I want to apply that to my place." And well, the yeah, so I, I take, so that's a great opportunity for you. Yeah, so I take that event. There's there was some people at that event. Like I take like a Michael Cashman. I take obviously Aaron Benner was there. Adam Crosley was there. Uh, Dave Coyer was there. I mean, guys that have been on the podcast or are very good friends of mine mm-hmm. that I've. Um, that I have a lot of respect for that I think are doing a lot of great things in our area. And they, they exude the local matters theme is, you know, Mike, Ca- oh, I said Mike Cashman. Yeah. Like, I mean, these guys are guys that I've had one-on-one meetings with guys that I try and they're all in different industries, but I pick their brains cause they're successful. So same thing. Like one of my all time, I haven't, honestly, I don't think this was actually kind of funny. So Gary Douglas, who I just think is the godfather of the North country and I would love to have a meeting with him just to pick his brain because I think that guy's, and I've heard from many, get him many on here. I, well, I want to get him on here. My, my thing is it's, I, I, the, the reason, the reason I say, I don't think I want to just like roll up on Gary. Maybe Gary listens to this. I doubt it, but I've had a, I've had a Christy on from the chamber and I know a couple of people from the chamber and Gary's a guy I, I've talked to like once in my life, twice in my life, maybe. And I didn't even think he knew who I was. Well, the other day he liked one of my posts on on uh, on LinkedIn. So I think I'm slowly cracking that. I actually I actually rolled up to rolled up on him at the uh, Chamber uh, Business Expo, and I asked if he wanted a T-shirt. He was just there, and I walked by. I'm like, Gary, you want a T-shirt? And he's dressed like the three-piece suit, wears it every day. He looks at me and he goes, They say no, or he goes, I'm not a T-shirt guy. And I'm like, All right, well. Good talk. Well, you know, he, he was nice about it, but I told him if I ever get a green suit, I'll, I'll get him one. So he, uh, he probably thought it was crazy, but he's a guy I would love to have on here because I could talk to him for hours because I just think he's a wealth of knowledge. But even that with being said, like he was there and kind of one of the co-hosts, but just listening to all these people talk. And for me, when we talk about that as a stepping stone, like it was cool. I mean, I look at it too. Like I'm 29. Like I was, me and Alex, she probably could have flipped a coin to see who was the youngest one at that table. Yeah. And and she's been at it for since probably as long as I have too. We both came in the business super young um, in the real estate. And what was very cool about that was we, we, I mean, not just me and her, but I mean the, the area in general, like it, it's so cool to be in, uh, invited to something like that. Um, it was a great event. I thought there was, I think, for me, um, it was very eye opening because uh, there was a lot of different things I got to look at. For myself, I think I had the same type of thing um, when I was fire chief and I'll say forks. Um, after Hurricane Irene, there was talks about how to make things better and how to um, emergency services wise mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And obviously, Governor Cuomo at the time, you know, I, politically, I'm not a fan of his, but um, respect the office he holds. Mm-hmm. And um, he came up and uh, he actually sent me a personal letter 
um, inviting me to a, like a kind of a roundtable forum mm-hmm. um, of ideas for local people and local emergency services people. Like uh, basically, like what works best for you guys. So um, I still have the letter, kept it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally um, it was just something um, not a lot of people get. Mm-hmm. You know, so different. You know, um, so I, I would definitely frame that. If I was you, I yeah. definitely would. Yeah, because I, I, I think that that might be your stepping stone. And I'm not saying it maybe never will happen again. You yeah. don't know. But, you know, um, who... Well, it's kind of like things that, like, it, it. there's always first. You know what I mean? So if I get something like that, could I... And who knows? I mean, if, if you know, as I keep growing, could, could eventually I get something from... And again, this is way off. But, like, what happens if all of a sudden I grow and all of a sudden I get something from the governor's office? Then maybe I get something from something in the state or or well, even that's the national. thing though galen I'm, I'm i'm talking like you know i'm just a but i'm just a small town fire chief yeah and he cares about what i think yeah for the area that i serve as but, you know but the the, the the what i'm saying is the cool thing is like say say you get i'm just saying hypothetically if you go all the way up and like i got this letter got this letter got this letter got this letter eventually you go all the way up and like i got a letter from like the president, okay? Yeah. Well, it builds your resume. But 40, 50 years ago, but then there's always something about your first letter. It's kind of like, your, it's like you know, that, that's the kind of thing I look at. It's like I have stuff that I've kind of kept that was like my first, I have my first commission statement still. I sold in 2011 a piece of land for $16,000. Like I still have that. So I look at a lot of these things that, like why would I still have that? I still have my first dollar bill that I ever made working, which is crazy. I don't have that. I I, it's my, actually up in that yellow bin right there. I still there. have my first paycheck with the state, which I, I looked at that like two weeks ago and I was I, like, "Yeah, I, what the I, hell was I doing? How, I, how was I going to live off of that? I, I have my first paycheck from real estate still and I have my first paycheck and I don't know why I still have this. I have my first paycheck. I worked at an ice cream stand for seven years. I think I still have every single paycheck. That was one of the things um, Ralph told me to do. Save it? He goes, save your first paycheck and when you retire... Mm-hmm. You look at that and look at your salary when you started mm-hmm. and look at it when you retire and you'll be amazed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I mean my first paycheck, you know, all the, all the, you know, you want to quit, you don't want to go yeah. through with it, you know, and yeah. it's not a pleasurable well, job, but well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a long, like it's a long journey. So like when I take, cause I think people don't realize like I had a, I say full job. I had a job that I had to show up to as someone at 14 years old. Like most people at 14 don't have a job. Like, you know, they, they might, some people do. Um, but I, I was always looking at it like that. It's kind of cool to look back and say, you know, I've already hit half my life. I've actually been like in the workforce, even though I was in school, you still like had a yeah. job. You're doing so, mowing lawns, ice cream stand. Well, whatever, even, I mean, you know even I mean? before like mowing lawns, like mowing, if I mowed lawns, it was like for my parents or my, my dad, like I used to mow for like a Rouse's point office. I'd go up and mow and he'd give me you know a little bit of money to do it. But it wasn't like something I really looked at as like, I have a job, but like this was one I was you know, I was responsible. I had to show up. I was, you know, someone else was running the company at that point. You know what I mean? It wasn't, um, but long story short, like all these things are stepping stones up. So I still have that stuff. I still have, you know, what's, what's crazy is, um, I wish I had it. I, I kind of, I actually wrote it down on my, I got a couple things like my desk. I keep like note cards. I have the first date that I moved into the downstairs office down there. I think on the same card, if not, I got to check it, would be the first date that we moved into this office. And I, just because it's kind of cool to see the progression of, 
you know, progress. Yeah, you want to see it. Yeah, you and, see and, it. but it's cool to look back on because that's and I, I put a post out last week that I don't do it. I don't do it enough because I'm just always like, I mean, I think a lot of people people are wired like this, but it's like you're always like going, 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 and it's one that you, you don't spend enough time to kind of look back. Like I don't, I don't look back like rear view mirror kind of thing and say I wish I did this or that, but I do look back and you can reflect and say okay, kind of like pat yourself on the back and say hey, you know this is good because at the end of the day like you might dwell on like shitty things for like a day or two, but when you look back at like the like the past year, you're yeah. really only focusing on the good. Like very rarely, unless there's something like traumatic. Like obviously, if you like lost a spouse or a child or something like that or a parent, well, obviously that, life events. Yeah, a bit, huge life events. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're not going to look at those minor things. Like I had a few like super stressful things that have happened this year, business wise. But when I say super stressful, on the hierarchy of like my day, that might have been a couple like conversations I just rather not have had or a couple like people that got dis I say disappointed it was you know, whatever they were a couple people that got pissed off about something and I kind of look at it at the end of the day it was a very small part of my day where 23 plus hours of my day were perfectly fine and so I'm very optimistic in most things like a lot of things don't really get me down so so for what I look back at stuff I'm always looking at the positive so very rarely do I look back and say you know do I go back and actually look at the positive and say like but I like I just accomplished something Friday. I I had it down as one of my goals a long time ago when I was doing real estate. I wanted to sell a home a week. And now granted, we still have nine weeks left in the eight weeks. We're around to eight weeks left in the year. And I hit 52 closed sales on the year, which was a long-term goal for me. I mean, and not many agents can say that, that they ever accomplished that. So for me, that was a huge one I could check off the list because I've been trying to do that for like four years. And now granted, I knew I wasn't going to do it pretty much over those four years. Last year was close, but I didn't do it. And this year I did it and I still have two more months to go. So I kind of look at that as that's kind of a cool. Well, you just keep setting your goals further. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? But don't set them outside of your expectations. Well, You well, know what I mean? Yeah. So like right now. Because like, once you get too big, well, you, you, know, so, you know. Well, right now, like my, my goals for this year, like I... I'm on pace, what did I say, 52, 14. I Realistically, I'm, I could close somewhere around 60, 60 homes this year. And I look at that as, which is incredible. I think one agent I've seen do that ever in 10 years. The, the, only, the only thing is every year I try to grow my numbers. Well, the last four years I've wanted to grow my numbers. I had a certain percentage I wanted to grow it by. Every single year I've done anywhere from 150 to 200% of that. The problem is, you know, if I try to grow, even if I try to grow 10% of, you know, 60 deals next year, you're talking, what, 66 deals? Well, you know what they call which that? Which I probably could do, but I'm capping. You know what they call that in retail? Beat the day. What is it? Beat the day? Beat the day. Well, I... So I, you look at your day from a year ago, mm -hmm. right? In your instance, you're looking at a year for a year. But you're trying to, and you know, you have to, yourself, you have to look at it and say, maybe I'm not going to sell that many homes next year because there's not that many homes to sell. Well, that's right? the thing. It's like, so where, it's, where do I cap myself out? And I think, I think I'm getting to that point or if, if I was you, I would be happy reaching that goal that you set for yourself, which you obviously just did. Right. Uh, yeah. My, my year goals. I still need a few more to hit my year goal. But the fifty-two was part. You know. By, but that was that was a six, personal goal for you. A long time ago. Yes. And and I knew I had the chance to break it this year because my my goal this year was fifty-seven based off of what I had last year with 
what they wanted for growth wise. But, but again, by, by trying to shoot for 57, I got 52, yeah. which broke another record for me. But I think, I think the odds is like, can I do 70 next year? I'm going to try like hell to do it. But again, I time wise, I might have tapped myself out because what I think the other thing I do too is I've you got to think in a year's time. The way I look at it is the stuff that I've done. I've also one I've had a kid, you know, and that comes with another responsibility. Well, now two kids under two, and then I also have the, the idea that we've doubled the amount of people that have worked here since last year. A year ago at this time, half the people that work here were not employees of or or on, you know, on the team here. Uh, we have an event tomorrow night. Hopefully, is um, or by the time people listen to this, it'll be tonight. Um, that we're hopefully bringing on more people. You can get it on that soon now. Huh? You can get it on that soon now. Podcast? Yeah. This will be on tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. I meant if you're listening to, I'm saying tomorrow's when the event's happening. But ah, gotcha. you're probably gonna be listening to this tomorrow, so it'll be be tonight, October thirtieth. Um, but it's the idea that like. There's a lot going on here and talking about, and then just day to day, like when we got here, the, the cleaning company was here and I was meeting with them about stuff. Like, and I know it's like small stuff, but it's stuff that takes up time in the day and, and they're friends of mine. And so you it was, still take time for your old buddy. I do. You were on the, you were on the calendar. I mean, was on the calendar. I know, I know people, get, we, we did move it a couple times. We did, but it was, you know, based on our schedules. Yeah. But it was, it, it was, uh, like, I know people give me, like people always give me shit about like scheduling. Like I, I I'm really bad. Like, not not. The, I'm really good at scheduling. The problem is, I'm just so busy that if for some reason someone needs something and I have an appointment with you, you're not good at answering the phone. Well, that's. But this this is why. <laughs> but think about this. So I have an appointment with. This is one of the things I'm very good at that I've gotten people that have been disappointed, which I will not. I will never understand the argument of it. Is that if I have an appointment with you, which I do now, which I consider this like an appointment, or you know, I'm with you. Like I'm not taking calls. My phone's on do not disturb. So if somebody's calling me right now, I guarantee you by the time I pick this or get done this and check my phone, I will have a couple missed calls. That's fine. Like I'm with you at a thing because I think it would be disrespectful if all of a sudden someone's calling me and I'm Hang like, on. and I'm like, Hey, uh, yeah. wait, let me, let me get put you on hold for a second. Yeah. And I don't like doing that. So when I'm with clients or if I'm with, I don't answer the phone. There's times that I'm here at my desk the phone's ringing. I can see it ringing and I don't pick it up because I'm in the middle of something. And it's not, it's not a disrespect thing to the person calling me. It literally is to the person that like in my day, that time is blocked that I have to get that task done. Cause if I don't do it, I pick up the phone. Next thing you know, I'm just in reactive mode and that is a slippery slope. Meaning yep. those next two, three tasks I was trying to get done. All of a sudden they get done tomorrow, next day, next week. Um, so for me, like we had this on the books for a couple weeks and it's, I mean, we, we had a couple changes, but every change that we did for the most part was a few days out. I mean, I think you texted me a few days ago. Yeah, we communicated, but, but it was enough. Yeah. No, there was time. plenty of time. But if, you were, of time. if you were like, Hey, can we switch it to Tuesday? And I'm like, I can't, this might've been punted to next week or the week after. Which would have been schedule. fine, right? Yeah, Because exactly. you, you know, my schedule is just as busy as yours. Yeah. So, so it, and that's, it works. like, yeah, we're, we're a little difficult to get in the same room at the same time. The only thing I'm going to do tonight though, we're going to end shorter than we did last month. We do because I am actually, last time I'm actually hungry and I want to go see the kids. Yeah, well, you need to do that then. So actually, we can wrap it up there because I'm going to be back again. Do you actually want to come back and actually do the goats next time? I thought we hit quite a few. We hit a few. I mean, what? So actually, I don't even care. We'll do the goats another time. We'll punt it because we really only talked about like two sports, basically just basketball. We no, really we got into baseball. We hit a little football. A little bit, but we never really gave our ba- ba- our baseball, and we never really gave... A- 
Well, we kind of did with Jeter. The football was kind of all over the place. We kind of did with Jeter. Yeah, but but again, the problem is with a lot of these sports. There's a lot of like unless you pick an individual sports, it's tough because there's different. You have different roles on the team. You know, another thing that on the first one we didn't get to was the escape. No. Yeah, because you were you were you were right right there right there. So um, we'll have to hit that one the next time too. We'll we'll do that. We'll do goats. Um, I think. Maybe yeah. that will prove the, the dispatching thing again. We could. I, I, think, I got some. I got some stories now. <laughs> boy, I've had some stories so, in the last six months. Really? Gonna, oh boy. No, we'll do it. We'll we'll put you. At, what it's are we? At, October right now. We could do like a January, February. Yeah. Go out about three weeks or yeah. three months. I mean. Yeah. We'll we'll get something down. By the time I get there, we'll probably be around 75, 70, 75, 80, somewhere in that range. I got to be on the three. On a three. Is that is that your thing? Two, three, two, three, five, three. Seven three episode seventy three seventy three eighty three. That'd be your number. Be the thirties. You know what I mean. Good things coming threes. Every thirtieth episode would be me. That's pretty close. I was doing that with a Matt Craig. He was supposed to come on one fifty and seventy five, and my fifty got bounced around like three four times of who was going to be like number fifty, and it ended up being my buddy. I th- I think I have to check. I think it was my buddy from I graduated high school with, and he was visiting from Texas. So he was 50, 50, and then I had a bunch of crap going on. So then I had Meg come back on. Then I had Matt come back on. So like they're good buddies of mine that usually. Well, I, I missed forty five, which was my. And that was the other one that, that, that you wanted that, out, which yeah. I think you were pretty close to originally being on that one. I was, and we had to bounce some around, but it's. I was. It's all right. So. So we'll either do seventy three, as long as we land on three. Yeah, eighty three would be a good one. Seventy three. Seventy three is my football number. So. Seventy three. Yeah. Maybe we can do that. I'll try. I'll try to make a, mar- a mark and see if I remember I'll that. I'll try to. Uh, pump 20 people in before I get you back. <laughs> Just give me names. Well, that's the thing. Like, um, you gotta get Chris Cross back on here. We, he's actually the most downloaded ever. I don't know why I don't have him back on. I should. So, um, so the, uh, no, the, the thing with trying to get people on, I actually wrote down, I gotta, I gotta plan. I want to get 10 people lined up for podcasts. Cause I went a stretch where I didn't have people lined up. And I do way better if I have people actually lined up for it than just kind of shooting from the hip. Well, because you kind of forget about it. You don't forget about it, but you get busy. You get doing well, other things. Well, the, you know the, I mean? pr- the problem is like if, if I'm in a pickle, meaning like, and I hate missing out on weeks. So if, if you were to like call me tonight and be like, hey, something came up. I can't do it. And I know I can't do it the rest of the week. Like I would like make some phone calls like earlier in the day and been like, hey, can you come on? Can you come on? Can you pawn? And a lot of these are just buddies of mine that you know, would come on just because I, I like having something consistently put out. Cause for me, it's just, it's a habit. If I, if I do it each week, it's a habit. Well, you think about it. I'm, I'm 53. So you've done one a week. Yeah. One a week. Over. over my, my, my goal was 52. Um, so I think by the end of the year, we kind of calculated I'll probably be somewhere just shy of 70. Yeah. 66. I was going to say 66, 67. It'll be somewhere in that probably high sixties. And that's yeah. pretty good for year one. And I, and I think, and it depends cause I would actually like as I get going to do more of these, depending on my how my schedule lies. Because I've been doing a lot, like, like I, as I was just saying before, like all the stuff going on this year. Um, but I think things, and who knows? But I do want to keep this consistent to once a week. But I got to get like people on the podcast that I I know of that I think would be fun, that I like talking to, and they don't have to be people I necessarily know. But I got to kind of know of them a little bit because it's yeah. someone I got to want to talk to. Because I always look at this as like a time. It's a commitment, meaning like, you know, I could be doing other stuff with my hour, two hours, yeah. but, um, so I always find people that I like talking to. And it's been, like I said, anybody from my childhood best friends to, 
you know, I would say Billy Jones is probably the most known probably person um, well, besides people in the community. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should, uh, well, I mean, I've had some people too, like Dave Coyer, Mike Cashman. I mean, we've had yeah. some people that Mike Cashman's was really good. Mike, Mike is that a was, phenomenal that, speaker. That was a really good, good but podcast. Like, I actually listened to him. Uh, I was, uh, cleaning my truck one day and I just had it playing. Mike is and, uh, Mike. Mike was really, really good. Very articulate. Very, yeah. very, a lot of, I mean, the guy that he, he's one of the, he's one of the guys, if you take like a local matters pioneer of the area, I would put him right up there. If you had to say like, what's the current, like, and maybe I get this wrong. I don't want to like, I don't want to say Mount, Mount Rushmore sounds like distant off, but like if you had to pick like nights at the round table kind of thing of like our area, Mike Cashman's sitting there, Yeah, you know, and I would say like a Billy Jones is sitting there. Gary Douglas is like leading the charge there. I mean, he's like, he's like the king. So, I mean, you have people like that. And then obviously you have other like real, I mean, some big players in the area that are doing some good things, but um, Mike Cashman, that, that he was one that we talked a, a long time and I've had a few him um, well, Scott Brightwell I had was almost four hours long and really we'd started like late at night and next thing we knew it was like 1030 or yeah. something. And we're like, holy crap. Like, and that was just another one just kept going. And there's some people that I've had on that have just been, you lose track of time because you're so interested in what they're saying. Mike was like that. Mike was one of my well, favorite Well, I remember ones. the first time we did ours, uh, it was, you were like, well, we'll talk like two hours. And it was like, we, we went, yeah. we just got started the conversation and we didn't really, I mean, we brushed on a lot of stuff, but. Yeah, but it, the thing is, it, things happen. Like, people always ask me when they come on podcasts, like, well, I don't know what to talk about. I'm like, you can talk, right? Like, you know how to carry a conversation? Like, yeah, then you're good. Like, that's all you got to do. Like, I'll, it's not anything you hard. You should see if you can get some, uh, I'm not saying different people, but um, I think some people that locally matter. I'll use that it, slogan. Well, yes. Um, you know what I mean? That can come on my, and... and my, my thing is, though, when... There's two things. Is one... Because it's not necessarily a local matters podcast, even though it does gravitate towards that. Because I, there's people that just because of my line of work and people I know. But typically, it's got to be people that I know, and it's also got to be a mixture of people that I want to talk to. I've had people on the show that, you know, if you asked who they were to somebody, they wouldn't know who they were. But it's somebody I know, somebody that I like enough that I want to talk to, you know. And, and then there's sometimes that, like, you know, I I mean, it, a whole host of people. Like, uh, like take a, or our good friend, Larry Morgan, how many people here really know? Oh no. Handful, we, handful of us. Handful. I mean, well, like we know a, he's cl- a great close guy. friends. Yeah. yeah. But he's, yeah. you know, gr- great friend of ours and yep. I like talking to him. Yep. So I had him on the podcast and like, but I look at that, like people look at him like, I don't know who Larry Morgan is, or I don't know who, you know, my buddies from high school are. And that's totally fine because at the end of the day, selfishly, it's who I like to talk to. And obviously, we know each other well enough that it's easy to talk to or easy for us to talk. Well, and, people still listen, though. And people, yeah, people do because there's people that just yeah. like the conversation yeah. of it. And that that's really the main goal. I is, think that's a great thing about podcasts myself yeah. just because you can, you know what well, I mean? The, the two benefits of podcasts is one, it it's convenient. Meaning when you're doing, you're working on your truck, you're you're doing, I'm you're painting, you're doing yard work, you're doing chores, you're doing whatever you either listen that you listen to something It's either music to me. I listen to podcasts because I can listen to the same song, but I've heard the same song a thousand times yep. and which is nothing wrong with that. There's sometimes I just want to zone out, listen to the same songs over and over and kind of have mindless music. But when I'm driving on the road, when I'm working 95% of the time, 99% of the time I have podcasts on. Yep. And so it's the convenience factor. Passes the time too. Exactly. Because you're Much waiting, faster. you're waiting to hear, much faster. What the next thought is. Yep, you know what exactly. I mean? And then you so, get down a story. Yep. Number two is it strips down 
the technology. It strips down, like looking at your phone, which I'm not, obviously I'm not against because I'm on it all day well, long. Well, it also strips down the person. Well, that, because you're yes. talking to them and you're understanding what they're thinking and what they're going through in their... But but it's a very... So th- think about... Well, and you and I are different because how many people in life sit down in a conversation, not distracted by work, not distracted by phones, not distracted by other people or whatever, and just have a one-on-one conversation? You very rarely do that in life with anybody. You might do it with your spouse. You might do it with your best friend here and there, but you very rarely get to see a wide range of people. Now you and I get to do it a couple times a year around a campfire at Fern Lake. And that's something that that's those couple days and couple nights are some of the best of my, my uh, year because my, my day to day is just chaotic. And like, you're not consumed by technology at that point. I I shut my phone off for four days. I literally sit down. I've done nothing all day, but drink, eat, play and, and hang out with my buddies and at night, we'd sit there, smoke a cigar around the fire, listen to some, you know, patriotic music, have a drink, and just just shoot the shit and and have some laughs, listen to some dumb chum stories. But this is like stuff that I love doing. That has chum been on yet? No, he's actually one I got to get on because I just, I'm I'm actually writing some people down as you're talking because I'm like that that have come up. I've asked them to do it, and of course, tell me too busy. Tell, tell me, tell me, just <laughs> tell me way too busy. Um, well, Kono a little too busy, and Kono got to get going. So. Kono is out. Um, no, that's good. We'll uh, we'll get you back on episode eighty three. I appreciate you coming on, on this one. My man, always always a pleasure. Um, Proud of you, friend of the show, loyal listener. Um, you've listened to you've listened to quite a few. Quite a few. Yeah, I was gonna say. Quite a few. I'm sure. I'm sure if you had a, if I had actually poll, you probably. I, my guess is you probably listened to about sixty to seventy percent. Like we just said, they, which is they, a lot. They, which is a they, lot. They pass a lot of time, and you know, I spend a lot of time in my vehicle. I'm mm-hmm. constantly traveling. Well, and even, stuff like even that, uh, Zach so. was here, and you mentioned listen to his. So and his was good too. Yeah, his was really good. good. Zach's yeah, was really good. He's a great yep, guy. Yep, so very like, nice guy. I wanted to get his wife on too, but she she uh, she didn't want to. But little, that's all right. Little shy. Well, yeah, she, uh, kind of. She's not that bad when you talk to her. I think she didn't want to get on the podcast. We'll, we'll all, all uh, ease her in. She'll be a breaker. We'll get her own podcast. Deal so. breaker. Um, all right, we're gonna end there. That's episode fifty three with uh, Mike Conocross. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.